Get ready to talk sports with Daryl. Welcome to Sports Info UM featuring Daryl Oliver. Daryl knows the sport like nobody else. From former players to coaches to the great figures of the NFL, you'll get the inside scoop on what's going down today in football and other sports. Now here's Daryl. And welcome to Sports Info UM. Hey guys, there's a whole lot going on in the world of sports. Man, what a challenging weekend in the college football and wow, what a week in the NFL. Man, oh my goodness, we had such good games all over the NFL. But, you know, when we start talking about this about this NFL in our state of Florida, we know we love some football in the state of Florida. But all of our teams won again. Man, I mean, when you talk about the Miami Dolphins, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and... And the Jacksonville Jaguars beating the New England Patriots. Oh, my goodness, man. It it doesn't get too much bigger than that in the state of Florida when we start talking about football and our major football, the NFL. I mean, man, this, 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 this is really, really big in our state. And, hey, you know, when we look at um. When we look at this, at this, uh, at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers team, I mean, wow! I mean, how much, how, how much controversy is this team going to have? I mean, you're talking about a team that has a quarterback who's who's considered to be one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. We're talking about a a, a team that actually is, you know, a, a team that's. Some people thought was going to be somewhat mediocre. They were ranked in the low, in the mid twenties as far as power ranking coming into the NFL season, and now we're talking about we're we're really talking about this team, and they're undefeated. But all of our teams are undefeated in the state of Florida right now, and we know it's not going to go that way forever. However. Right now, we're going to ride this horse while we can. And it's not only that two of our teams played the two Super Bowl team, the team that played in the Super Bowl last year. Well, the Miami Dolphins, <clears throat> no, I'll take that back. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers played the Philadelphia Eagles. And, and, and I mean, really, man, um, we, we talk about this cat Fitzpatrick. You know, Fitz gave them everything he everything they wanted and some yesterday. But not only did he give them everything they wanted and some, Fitzpatrick actually gave them another victory and a victory over the NFL Super Bowl champions of 2017. Now, that's a big win, but... Fitzpatrick went 27-33 for 402, four touchdowns and one interception. That's some serious numbers for a, a, a guy that's your backup quarterback. And now, you know, we have to we have to start talking about the question. And, you know, and I've been hard on Tampa. I've always said I, I, I've been hard on Dirk Cutter, their coach. I've been hard on their running game, and they still don't have one, a running game. And, and I say it. They still don't have a running game. But when your quarterback throws for 402, you don't have to have much of a running game. And he did throw for 402 um, yesterday. 
Well, Fitzpatrick throwing for 402. When we look at Nick Foles, what's happening with Nick Foles? You know, they yeah, they beat Atlanta the week before, in the first week of the season. But are we seeing this guy that we thought we saw in the Super Bowl last year? Or is this team playing at, at, at the same level they did in the Super Bowl or late in the season or in the playoffs last year? I'm not so sure. I'm, I'm really not so sure what's going on with this Philadelphia team. But it's early in the season. I heard someone say today, this is not a sprint. This is a marathon. We're talking about this NFL season. And right now, um, it's going to be a little bit of controversy in Tampa in this marathon because sooner or later, I think this is the last week of Jameis Winston's three-game suspension. Well, if Ryan Fitzpatrick wins three games in a row and he throws for 400 yards again and three or four touchdowns again, are the Tampa Bay Buccaneers going to bench Ryan Fitzpatrick and put in uh, Jameis? They're going to bench Fitzpatrick and put in uh, Jameis. i say it again, Jameis. Yeah, Adam, I'm not so sure. I'm just not so sure. You know, when, when you know, you're talking about a Harvard graduate and this guy has, has led this team to three victories, I am just not so sure you take it away from him and tell and, and you tell Jameis Winston to come on in, man. You can have the keys to the Porsche. We know you ran it in a ditch the last time you was driving, but we're gonna let you have the keys to the Porsche. I'm just not so sure that's gonna happen. I, 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 I'm really not so sure that's gonna go down like that. But we will see. And I'm gonna tell you, as the Buccaneers go round and round and round, we will see what's happening over there in Tampa because something is going to reveal itself. I'm not so sure what it's going to be, but something is going to reveal itself real soon. Red, what's happening? I know you, you, you the Tampa Bay guru. You know all what's going on down there in Tampa. Is there going to be any kind of quarterback, quarterback controversy in the weeks coming in Tampa Bay, Florida, in Tampa, Florida? Uh, first, first, thanks for having me. And, Thank you for being a part uh, of the show. Okay, well, let me go ahead and put this first part to bed, man. There is no controversy, man. Ryan Fitzpatrick, Ryan Fitzpatrick we're going to ride Fitzpatrick until he runs out of gas. So if he wins I mean, six, seven like we're games in a, really in a row? Position. There is no controversy. You're going to ride Fitzpatrick. I mean, why would you take him out? If you was in charge of the team, what would you do? I'd, I'd, play, him, you I'd do? play him until he lost two games in a row. I've 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 seen this I've I've seen this on TV on so many different sport talk shows today. Uh, they they I mean they talk so much about Jameis and what's going to happen with Jameis. They're not even covering the game and what happened with the game. Okay, Ryan Fitzpatrick two four touchdowns. What's going to happen with Jameis? Cover the game. They're not getting the, the, the they're not they're not looking at what's happening on the field for talking about that. I think it's a little bit of a discredit to them, but I mean that's just me. I'm biased, though, you know. I, I feel you. Well, let's talk. Let's talk about the game, all right? And let, and and, and not, you're right. Fitzpatrick threw for 400 yards. That's big news. Four touchdown. That's big news. It's Sean Jackson. We first are like so many categories, categories, man. Offensive categories in football right now. We first and a whole lot of them. You know, I mean, they ain't even talking about that. I mean, I think well, I saw them pro football focus or something, but um. 
Yeah, they first in a whole bunch of categories. Yards per play and all of that right there. Well, man, yeah, I'm gonna tell you now. Let, let's let's don't let's don't ever forget. Um, I really think Mike Evans is is probably one of the best players in the NFL. And I'm and I'm dead he serious. And I'm, and I'm not just talking about quarterbacks. If he get out of his own way, he can't be. I think this guy is one of the best players in the, in the pros. Nobody can check that dude but himself, man. I mean, ain't no one guy gonna check him. Ten catches yesterday, eighty-three yards, and, he, and it, and it could have been eleven or twelve. You know, he dropped a couple of yeah. balls, but um, he and, and I think he, he had a, he got, had a couple of overthrows too. You know, he um, I I really think this guy is, is something really really special, man. And I don't think whoever's throwing the ball to him, he's going he's he's going to be productive. Uh, but I really think mm-hmm. he's taking a liking to uh, Fitzpatrick. And Fitzpatrick is one of those wily veterans that know where his bread is buttered at all the time. You can always go back to Mike Evans, no matter what. You can look to your right as long as you want and know that you can come right back to your left to Mike Evans because this guy's going to be open. And all those 50-50 balls are his. So he, he, yeah, he's, yeah. he's he's getting most he's, of them. He, yeah, he is, man. I'm telling you, I, I I really like his game. But when we start talking about about the Buccaneers, man, we we still have to start talking. To, in my opinion, I I really want to see them get game. a get a little running game, get more of a running game. You know, and I know these three guys, yeah. uh, Wilson, Rogers, and Barber. You know, they all they all they all did all right, but they, they only ran for 42 yards between three backs. of them. They're all smallish running backs. You know what I mean? Peyton Barber got a little size on him, you know, but I mean, we need a bruiser, man. We need a bruiser. We need a LeGarrette Blunt for that short yardage, you know. But skill positions get called out. I mean, everybody knows all these guys' names, but let me give you some more. Ryan Jensen, Ali Marpet, Donovan Smith, even Kevin Benedict, along with D-Dot. Know who those guys are? That's the offensive line for y'all, right? Yes, sir. And I mean, I'm gonna tell you, man. And I, and I think I said earlier, man. I think we can dust off Doug Williams and put him back there right now with with that kind of protection. You know, everybody worried about Jameis. Don't worry about Jameis. Let Fred, let Fitzpatrick do what he's doing until he can't do it no more. And when he don't, they protect him. They protect Jameis the way they protect the Fitzpatrick. Jameis will perform. Jameis will perform, as you call it. Hey, I I, I hear you. I think Jameis will perform once he comes back, but at what level? You know, right now, Ryan Fitzpatrick is playing way above his head, man. He's I playing mean, style football, man. He, he really is. He's playing style football. He's not and, and just managing the game either, man. He is threatening people down the field, man. That's the difference. That's the difference. He is not managing the game. There's no, there's no management no, in his, in his, in his mind game. right now. I mean, but why would you manage the game when you got ball, Mike Evans? We run the ball just enough. We were in the ball just enough to make the play action work, you know. I want to see us get some hundred yard games. Uh, I mean, a hundred yard rushes, you know. Want to you see know, and that's back, been that's you know? been uh, one of Fitzpatrick's mo's since he's been in the league. Though is that he can hide the ball very well. His play fake is really good, man. I mean, that's oh yeah, that's man. one of he his strengths now. He'll bet. He'll bet. He'll bet. He is a vet. You know, he can, and, he's good at that. Yeah. And when you look at this guy, man, you can tell that he's putting the work in um, um, between 
between Monday and Saturday. This guy's putting the work in, man. He's not. Yeah. It's it's no yeah. part of the offense that he doesn't understand or he's trying to get a grasp on. He knows the offense, so no, nah, you got to give him some credit too. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to all the Florida teams, man. All them undefeated. That's some cool shit right there. You know that is. And who you think who's, who you think gonna be the first one? First one to fall out. First one to blink. Yeah. I don't know, man. You know the 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 money is on us. You know we play Steelers Monday night. It's a big one, but they got to come to Dale Mabry. The Steelers are overrated, man. I'm telling you. I, I just, that's yeah, just not, well, I mean, I'm not gonna start frying chicken just yet, man. But I mean, they got exposed a little bit, you know. Sunday, they got exposed and a little bit yesterday. I'll say this, and I'm putting it out there real quick. Don't be surprised if Tomlin gets fired this year. Don't be surprised. I don't think Tom is I'm going nowhere. Out there, I mean, man. crazy stuff has happened, but I don't think Tom is going nowhere, man. I mean, the team is in a little bit of disarray right now. They need to go and let us get Le'Veon Bell. That'll be sweet. Ooh. Like John Gordon going to the Patriots today. Man, I I I I, I thought about That's that a earlier. Dynamic uh, receiver for Tom Brady right there. That's a pretty damn dynamic receiver for Tom Brady. Who went? Who went to the Patriots today? Josh Gordon. Oh, wow. Josh Gordon at the Patriots? Pick, yeah. yeah. They traded him uh, fifth round pick, I think it was. Who did, who did, they, who did they get for him? They, uh, they traded a draft pick for him, I think. Okay. I don't think they traded no players. You know, and I heard they that, uh, that uh, Cleveland was really a little bit upset with Josh uh, uh, Gordon. Say man, he, he slipped. heard himself doing some kind of promotional thing, man. It didn't have anything to do with football. That was just yeah, a, a photo shoot. I mean, Straight his hamstring yeah, at a photo yeah. shoot. You, I mean, come on, man. You sure can't show up for practice because that? Wow. You know, and they did a lot for him, you know, so I guess that was all they was going to do, you know. Yeah, they they were really. They, I think they they were pretty much done. You know, um, I think the situation him uh, missed out on training camp didn't didn't help his case either. He was either going to. Oh my goodness, who was it? Uh, the Cowgirls, or it was somebody else that was trying to get him. Well, the the somebody question else. to me is. What's gonna happen with Des Bryant? And what do you think is gonna happen with Des Bryant, Red? Now, are we just know, gonna man. look at this guy and say his career is right over? Now. I don't think nobody's about to touch him right now, man. I mean, he's trolling his own team. Hey, but get this, Tony O'Brown. Tony O'Brown. Uh, somebody said something about. Uh, yeah, I sent it to my buddy. He's a uh, Steelers guy. It was a tweet. Tony O'Brown. Somebody tweeted. Uh, A.B. is Ryan Scapino. A.B. needs to thank his lucky stars because he was drafted by a team that had Ben. And Ben got A.B. paid. You you know darn well he wouldn't put up those numbers for other teams. And A.B. tweeted back, trade me and let's find out. Oh, wow. Today wow. he tweeted that. Today wow. he tweeted that. Yeah. So... I mean, that team is in a little bit of a disarray. I you mean, know, it's been that way for a while now. You remember ever since he, he dropped that little video after a playoff game or something like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they've yeah, had a little, a little, little riff with him ever since then. And um, ah, that's that's kind of, that's, that's strong, man. I'm telling you, man, that 
Tomlin is the one that's going to leave. They're not getting rid of Antonio Brown. They'll get rid of Tomlin what before he they get rid of Antonio Brown. I don't think that's the case because Ben Roethlisberger is about to be lo- about to be long gone. Yeah, his, his, yeah well, he's you yeah. Go. You know, he's, his his career is about to come to uh, a screeching halt in in uh, I mean, in dude, Pittsburgh. I mean, anybody will have him right now. You know, anybody will have him. Anybody. I mean, come on. Anybody, anybody. will have him right now. I mean, he ain't gonna have no problem like Dez Bryant got right now. Oh, no, and, and, and Des Bryant has a problem because of Jerry Jones, man. Jerry Jones has yeah. made it clear to the NFL. He's a powerful dude, man, and all his owners are his, his friends, you know. I mean, believe me, he talking to him. And I, I think that's exactly what's happened with um, with, with, with Des Bryant. And uh, his, his career could be literally over, never play again, yeah. ever. Yeah. Sad to think of that, but yeah, that's that's, rough. That, that is rough, man. That is rough. And you know what's so sad? Got I'm sure Jerry, Jerry Jones knows all of this man's financial ins and outs, whether he's wealthy, wealthy and stable or whether he's um, wealthy and struggling. You understand what I'm saying? So yeah. I, I, I know he knows that. So he probably even even putting Dez in, mu- in more of a bind knowing that he may have some financial struggles. I don't know that, but I just... Just my two cents I'm throwing in there. Hey, Red, thanks sure. for calling, man. Don't be a stranger, man. We're we like every Monday night. Every Monday night talking about this NFL, college football, everything. Appreciate you, bro. Right quick, who you like tonight? Um, I like the Bears. I think the Bears have, have changed their team around. I like their running game. I do not like their quarterback. Um, but I, I really think the Bears have enough to, to do something. Yeah, and you? I'm doing a little scouting, man. We got them the week after this one, so I'll be watching closely. Okay. Well, I, th- I think the Bears got a good shot at this one tonight. I don't think Russell Wilson has enough weapons around him. And I think, I think mm-hmm. Trubisky Watch got Brandon enough. Marshall. Watch Brandon Marshall. The lights are bright tonight. Watch Brandon Marshall. He does shine bright on the, in the, in the, on the Monday night and the big night games, big yeah. games. He Watch does Brandon play. Marshall. Play well. He does. Hey, but I, like I said, they don't have enough weapons, and Brandon Marshall is, he's he might play well, but it's going to be in spurts. And Rashad Penny, I'll be watching him too, man. That was a running back that I was looking at for my team, but they didn't get him. I'll be watching him too. Okay. Well, I'm going to check him out, see what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, right. thanks for having me, man. I'll call you Always. next week, hopefully with some uh, good news. Let us know what's going on down there in Tampa. I hope they're still undefeated next next week. Appreciate you. Don't be Me a stranger. Too. Me too. Yep. You got it. All right. Man. Hey, guys, we're going to take a quick commercial break. When we get back, we'll talk more. College football, NFL. Might even throw a little Canadian football in there as well. And that's American football. We'll be back right after these messages. Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Get ready for the Get Down with Hurley Brown. Want to get inside of the minds of the players and coaches? We'll talk everything sports, but with a focus on the NFL, NBA, and college football. 
We'll review and preview the week's big games. We'll talk about the draft choices and free agents and go inside the teams for news, recruiting, and what's next from the colleges to the pro teams. It's the Get Down with Hurley Brown. Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 noon Pacific, on Voice America Sports. If you're looking for more information on firearms and the shooting sports, check out Taking Stock with Kelly McMillan. Kelly is the owner of McMillan Fiberglass Stocks with over 40 years of experience. Now he's ready to share some industry luminaries and their perspectives with you. If you're interested in firearms, whether it be for shooting, for fun, competition, hunting, or self-defense, Kelly is here to share his wisdom and experience. Listen live for Taking Stock with Kelly McMillan, Fridays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Beat the crowds and fill that freezer early by tuning into The Revolution with Jim and Trev. We're discussing Deer Week and handing out season tips to make your 2018 deer hunts more successful. Joining us is Lee and Tiffany Lakoski of Crush with Lee and Tiffany, Mark Drury from Bow Madness and Drury's 13, and Jill Gector with Cinch Jeans. Jim and Trav's Deer Craze is presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Friday afternoons at 1 Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. You're tuned in to Sports Info UM with Daryl Oliver. Call him today at 888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or send an email to sportsinfoum3793 at gmail.com. Now back to the show. And welcome back to Sports Info UM. You know, um, last year's worst team in the league was the Cleveland Browns. Well, um, this this year, Cleveland Browns, already have a tie on their record. And um, they lost to the New Orleans Saints yesterday by a field goal in a game that their field goal kicker missed at least two field goals that I saw. And and the game-winning field goal he missed. So I tell you, um, I'm not going to say bad luck is following these Cleveland Browns, but... I, and and I'm, I'm not really, um, they played a good team, New Orleans Saints. I mean, and I don't know how well the Saints are this year, but the Saints have a history of being a a solid, solid football team every year in the NFL. My point is, I really think that the Cleveland Browns are better than what we what than what we've seen in the last ten years. I, I think Coach Jackson, Hugh Jackson, has his team playing at a at a pretty high level, I think Tyrod Taylor is a is a solid quarterback. Doesn't turn the ball over a lot, even though he had one interception yesterday and one touchdown. 22 of 30 for 246, one touchdown, one interception. He's not going to – Tyrod Taylor has a job over Baker Mayfield – the Heisman Trophy winner and the very first player selected in the NFL draft because he does not turn the ball over and he's a he's a winner. I mean, you this Tyrod Taylor had the worst team in the league this year in the playoffs last year. 
the Buffalo Bills. So, I mean, this, this cat can, can do some things, and he, he really hasn't gotten enough credit for all the things that he can do in his career in the NFL. But I'm saying this now. Cleveland's going to be better than they were. Um, they're already better than they were last year. But this team is really going to be a team that you, that, that you can – they're going to cover the spread more times this year than they get covered. And what I mean for those that don't know, if you see um, um, Philadelphia favored by 11 points against the Browns, they're not going to beat Philadelphia. They're not going to beat Philadelphia. Is not going to beat the Browns by 11 points. I don't think. Maybe 10, maybe seven, but I just don't think they're just going to get cream this year like they have been in the past. And I think we're going to see a much, a much, much better um, product on the field. And, I, and I, I, we, we see it already, as, as a matter of fact. The Browns are a much better team already than they were last year. You know, and, and, and let me tell you, um, when, I, when, I look at, when I looked at the game last night, the um, Dallas Cowboys and the um, New York Giants, yeah, you know, Dallas Cowboys looked okay. But Dak Prescott, you, you're not going to go far with 16 or 25 for 160 yards. And I'll say and I, I want to be the first to say this. Dakota Prescott, if you're listening, if you're listening, you had more rushing yards than the most running backs in the NFL yesterday. Seven for 45. Now, Dakota Prescott is still playing on his rookie contract. If something happens to him within this contract here, man, he's not going to get paid. I mean, this cat is not going to get paid. And he's running like a running back. You need to talk to Robert. You know, Robert can give you some good advice. And I'm talking about Robert Griffin III, Dakota. And if this is what it's going to take for this team to be good this year, Dakota Prescott running the ball seven times for 45 yards, they're not going to be good because this is not a league that you can run your quarterback in. You look at quarterbacks that are coming back from knee injury. Ryan Tannehill is finally playing football at a decent level after three years of dealing with a knee injury. Robert Griffin III has never been the same quarterback after dealing with a knee injury. Um, um, Andrew Luck, he still he's, uh, has dealt with a knee injury. But... These quarterbacks never come back to play at the same le- level. Hey, I'm, I'm just saying, be careful, be healthy. But let's talk a little bit about the New York Giants. I mean, the New York Giants, their offensive line looked like a bad, a bad college offensive line. And I don't know who the offensive line coach is for the New York Giants, but he needs to be fired. I mean, it just doesn't make sense to see an offensive line not be able to make simple adjustments. Simple adjustments. When we have a twist up front, we got two guys chasing one guy. I must have saw that two or three times with the um, uh, with, with the New York Giants. You got a blitz coming. You got two guys blocking one guy. And the blitzer comes right through and cream your quarterback. It just doesn't make sense for the offensive line for the New York Giants to be so unstable and be professionals. It's, 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 it's crazy. Well, Saquon Barkley, he was Superman in, in college, 
But 11 for 28 is just not going to cut it. And then Saquon Barkley is a leading receiver for this team. Not Odell Beckham, not Ingram, but Saquon Barkley. 14 receptions for 80 yards. Odell Beckham had four for 51. Man, if um, if if Eli Manning does not have the protection he need, they need to get them a quarterback that's going to help them in another way. And I mean, someone someone like Dakota Prescott, someone that you can actually run. He is a threat to run the ball and throw the ball because they need somebody that, that throw that throw this throw this offensive. This offensive um, set that they have off. I mean, right now they're a drop back passing offense, and if you're just gonna drop back with your quarterback not being a threat of running at all, this is gonna be a serious problem for the for the uh, New York Giants. And I don't think I don't think they're gonna have to bench um, um, Eli Manning. I think Elijah is just gonna make his mind up by the third or fourth game. Hey, I'm I'm done. I'm I'm, I'm not gonna deal with this anymore. You know, but I, I just don't. I, I'm I'm not so. Uh, I'm not so sure if if Eli really is going to want to be a part of. Um, I don't think I don't think he want. I don't think Eli's going to want to be a part of of this team if they're not going to be able to put a product on the field that's going to be a productive product. I mean, because really. You know, um, I just don't. I don't think he wants to be a part of. You know, he has two Super Bowls under his, under his belt. Uh, I think he's he's been a he's been a solid player in the NFL. He's a Manning. He doesn't have anything to worry about. Uh, I think this guy would be good. I mean, he he might he might even be a good person um, in the box, uh, a, a good commentator. And speaking of um, of uh, retirement, Vontae Davis. Defensive back for the Buffalo Bills actually retired at halftime during halftime of the game um, yesterday against the San Diego Chargers. I mean, he just said, "Hey, man, forget it. I'm, I'm not dealing with this anymore. I'm, I'm done. I don't want to be a part of this anymore." So at halftime, um, um, Vontae Davis retired from the NFL. Against San Diego Chargers. Now, hey, let's don't get twisted. Now, let's 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 let's, um, let's really let's don't get it twisted. Um, the, the the Buffalo Bills are a very bad team. Um, they're not going anywhere. Um, th- really, so I don't I don't I could I could see why he might retire, but. I think it might be a lot more going on with this story than than any of us will will really really know for a long time, because you know uh, with with the brain injuries and the CTEs and all that's going on in the world of in in college football and professional football with brain injuries, I'm not saying that Vontae Davis has any kind of injury, and 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 hey. Um, <laughs> It comes a point in a man's life where he just doesn't want to go through what you go through to prepare for football, to to stay in football, to keep your body at a level that it has to be at to play this game. I just sometimes I think these guys, uh, you know, we've seen some guys in the, in the past that have um, 
that have actually just retired out of out of nowhere. But I don't know if that's the case with Vontae Davis or uh, maybe it's, maybe it's something personal. Maybe it's something with his family. Uh, I'm I'm not so sure. But whatever the case is. I hope that Vontae Davis is in a position where he doesn't need the game anymore and um, he can retire and be comfortable and, and live his life with a lot of comfort. I, that's my that's my hope for um, for uh, Vontae Davis. And I just really hope that he doesn't have to leave the game and next thing you look up, he's, um, he's struggling to make payments on his condo. Let's just hope that's not the case with him. And, you know, um, we talked a little bit, a bit about this earlier with our caller, uh, Red. Um, Cleveland Browns and Josh Gordon have reportedly, um, they, they've gone their separate ways. Um, the Patriots acquired Josh Gordon from the Browns for a conditional fifth-round pick. Wow. Now, you know, this kid... It must be pretty good for for them to give up a fifth round pick for him after he really hasn't played in the last. I mean, really, I mean, this guy hasn't played in about four years. So for them to give up that for him, he must be something really, really special. And maybe, maybe, you know, you know, maybe this is like last chance you for um, for Josh Gordon, you know, um, this might be it for him. And if he doesn't make it in, 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 in New England, this might just be the last stop that we see for um for Josh Gordon. You know, and this guy really hasn't played since um he's played fifty missed fifty three games since two thousand thirteen. You know, so but Bill Belichick is willing to take a chance on him. He took a chance on Randy Moss. Not that it was a not that it was a big chance, but he, Randy Moss played for him. And who knows what Terrell Owens' career could have been if he had ever got a chance to be in Bill Belichick's camp. Well, Josh Gordon, you're getting an opportunity that people like people like um, Des Bryant would beg for, people like Terrell Owens would have begged for in his prime and right now. But you're getting that opportunity, and I hope you take advantage of it, man. I really am praying that you take advantage of this opportunity because – you don't have too many stops left, Josh, really. So we're wishing you well. We're hoping you take advantage of, of this opportunity. And, um, hey, like some people told me, don't mess it up. Don't mess that good job you got up. So, Josh, don't mess up this good job you got in, in this second chance that you have at this good job. Don't mess it up, Josh. And, um, man, but we see this is something I want to talk about. Um, Urban Meyer de- denies deleting old text messages. Urban Meyer says that, yes, he tried to protect one of his co-workers. And yes, his co-worker's wife did tell him all of those things. But his wife never told him that that um, his co-worker gave his wife, an ex- his wife a black eye. So Urban Meyer's wife knew all of these things, but she never told Urban. She knew that one of her friends, one of Urban Meyer's co-workers, had beat his wife up, given her a black eye, 
sent dangerous text messages. She even sent her, she even sent her a text message say, did you get a restraining order? Are you going to be safe? But Urban Meyer didn't know any of these things? Wow. I think this is another situation where we're seeing a whole lot of cover-up, even more than we've seen in the past. You know, Urban, be careful, be careful, be careful, because you left a dirty, nasty trail in Gainesville with the Aaron Hernandez, all of that stuff that you say you knew nothing about, him shooting people, and just a whole lot of dirt that you left down there. And now... You're in, you're in Ohio State with some more dirt, Urban. Got to be careful. Got to be careful. Hey, guys, we're going to pick up some more of these NFL stories, some more college football. On the other side, we'll be right back after these messages. Your internet flagship station for sports... Sports. Sports continues to grow and evolve to ever-increasing prominence in today's society. On All Around Sports, host John Inglesby will connect with the leading newsmakers from the sports world, including players, owners, and fellow sports journalists, discussing the top news and events that are relevant to sports today. John will also report from and offer his experience of the world's top sports events. Tune in to All Around Sports with John Inglesby on Mondays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Okay, sports fans, here's your opportunity to discuss football, America's favorite sport. On an annual basis, millions of people attend, watch, and listen to football, both pro and college. Ray Ellis Sports, an internet talk radio show, was developed with the fan in mind. Join host, former Philadelphia Eagles and Cleveland Browns strong safety, Ray Ellis, on Voice America Sports every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific for exciting, interactive football discussions from the fan's perspective. Tune in every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific to Ray Ellis Sports right here on the Voice America Network and let's talk football. Do you love sports talk? Can't get enough sports talk? Have we got a show for you. It's about the NFL training camps, Super Bowl previews, a look at the new starting quarterbacks, and weekly key injuries. We'll take your calls and emails right on the air. Former Philadelphia Eagle James Loving is your host, and you never know who'll drop by for a co-host spot or an interview on the spot. Tune in to Loving That Sports Talk with James Loving every Wednesday at noon Pacific time 3 p.m. Eastern time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice America. You're tuned in to Sports Info UM with Daryl Oliver. Call him today at 888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or send an email to sportsinfoum3793 at gmail.com. Now back to the show. And welcome back to Sports Info UM. You know, the, um, the Ohio State, the Ohio State newspaper the college newspaper actually broke the story about Irvin Meyer and his assistant coach, Zach Smith, uh, and the, um, the, the physical abuse and domestic violence that she was dealing with. And they also broke a story about Irvin Meyer um, 
having all of his emails, all of his text messages deleted from his phone. Now, Urban Meyer says, this is these are his words. Over my head coach, Ohio State head coach, Urban Meyer said, he handed his phone over to an IT specialist at the university long before the investigation and did so then to save storage on it. I never deleted a text message. I never changed the setting on my phone. Now, I, I'm not so sure about that. Now, they say, they say all of the text messages were deleted. Urban says he never did it. Well, he didn't do it. He, t- he handed it over to the, to the IT specialist to do it. Come on, Urban. You got to do better than this. And I, I'm, I'm, I'm really, but I've said it a few times on our show. These things come home to roost. You can't be dirty and do a whole lot of dirt and think these things can just, you just, they just keep getting brushed over, swept under the rug. No, sooner or later, somebody comes up with some hard evidence. And, and I'm going to tell you another one too. Uh, and I said this, I said this a long years ago, Chip Kelly was at Oregon. Chip Kelly got fired, got basically suspended from the NCAA out of, out of college football. Chip Kelly went to, um, went to the NFL, stole a lot of money from the Philadelphia Eagles. Now he's back in college football, looked like he's about 340 pounds and don't even care. They say every practice he has is closed, so nobody really sees what's going on out in UCLA with Chip Kelly. But I'm telling you, here's another guy that has all of that dirt that he did out in Oregon, stole the money from the NFL, and now giving him another job, a major job in college football. And this guy's just going to he, he, – he, UCLA will probably get rid of him like they did a whole lot of other coaches – before him because he's just not going to be a good person. He's not going to be a good person for that job. I'm, I'm telling you now, he's not going to be a good person for the job. So they, they need to go ahead and fire him now. I know they're not, but they need to. And, you know, we, we need to already, we need to start right now and start talking about some of the sorriest teams in college, in the NFL, not college football. These guys don't get paid in college. But really, I mean, when you get beat 34 nothing, the Cardinals got beat 34 nothing by the Rams. You, you're, you're an awful team. And, yes, they are 0-2. Without question, they're 0-2. The Lions are 0-2. And uh, Matt Patricia, the old... Uh, offensive offensive line or defensive line or defense coordinator for the New England Patriots is really getting a swift kick in the butt. And hey, he probably probably was not ready for this job. Got this job because of he's one he's one of Bill Belichick descendants. But it's it's going to be tough. And I said this earlier, Mike Tomlin is in trouble. This might be the year that we see Mike Tomlin, Pittsburgh Steelers coach, go down. I mean, come on. Mike Tomlin, they, they lost yesterday to the um, – I'm not going to put them in, in one of the worst teams in the league, but Mike Tomlin is on the hot seat. He is on the hot seat. And Le'Veon Bell, 
the longer he holds out, the worse this team seems to play. And from what we hear, the locker room is in disarray a little bit, too. You know, we talked about this earlier on the show where a guy called at a radio show and said, uh, sent the text in or something, said that um, uh, Antonio uh, and said that uh, Antonio Brown would be nothing without being Roethlisberger. Well, Antonio Brown said, trade me and let's see. So if he's talking like that, I just think that there there may be a little bit of turmoil in that locker room. Le'Veon Bell still not there. All the players thought he'd be there the wins before the season started. Didn't happen. And Le'Veon Bell, from what I understand, he knows that he's um 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 he, he knows that he knows that the Pittsburgh Steelers can pay him more money than they're offering him on the franchise tag. And he feels that he's worth more money. And if they can pay him more than the franchise tag, they should pay him more than the franchise tag. We're talking about the worst teams in the league right now. And we have to, we have to, without question, throw the New York Giants in there as one of the worst teams in the league right now. And the, you, you have to say that because of their offensive line. Their defense is not that bad, but their offensive line is just, it's just bad. I mean, really bad, and and their quarterback is not going to be in an upright position very much this year if they don't turn it around. The um, the Oakland Raiders are are struggling. Um, they lost Khalil Mack, yeah, but the Oakland Raiders are zero and two, and they are really struggling. I, I'm I'm uh, John Gruden is the highest paid person on the team, and he's not going to get a snap. And I just think that might be one of their biggest problems. You can't have your coach making more than almost making more than everybody on the team. Come on, man. So and you get rid of the best player on the team. Sometimes we don't think about it, especially fans. I don't think they really know the 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 backdrop of a football team or a football organization. And the heartthrob of a football organization. And what I'm really talking about is the relationship guys have in the locker room. The relationship guys have off the field. At one point in college, it must have been like 12 or 14 of us. We would get together every Tuesday because Tuesday was like a, a easy practice for us. But we get together every Tuesday and we would go to this restaurant and everybody, they had this steak dinner there for like $8. We'd all have a big old steak dinner for $8. Maybe they gave it to us for $8 because they knew the hurricane player was coming down there. But that, what that brought to our locker room and it's like, and they say, you know, so hey, man, y'all still go to that place for, for, on Tuesday for those steaks? Next thing, we had 24 guys there. So the, the little things in the locker room, and when you upset those little things in the locker room, I just really think that um, I just really think that you really throw the, throw the organization off. And I know that's what's happening right now with the Oakland Raiders. I mean, it, you just can't take Khalil Mack, the best player, and – Almost act like he's not he's not important. You just can't do that. I don't I don't see how how they think they're gonna be successful um putting Camille Mack out like that. And they're not. They're 0-2. <laughs> they are 0-2. Well, the Detroit Lions are 0-2. 
we already talked about Matt Patricia, and and, and I think he'll Matt, Matt Patricia. He won't. He don't have a problem uh, keeping his job this year because, like I say, he's a Bill Belichick descendant, and they're gonna wait and see what's gonna happen with him. But the Buffalo Bills and their quarterback Peterson. This is this is just almost downright uh, embarrassing. Um, Really, I mean, to take Tyrod Taylor, a guy that, um, I mean, really, a, a guy that, that took his team to the playoffs last year, and now you actually put in Peterson, this quarterback, who has done nothing. I mean, absolutely not a single thing in the league, and you really make it seem like this guy is going to be the savior for this team. I don't see it, don't understand it, wonder where in the world this team is headed. And, um, you know, (laughs) for a while, Canada really wanted the Buffalo Bills. I mean, Canada really wanted the Buffalo Bills. And maybe maybe that's what's going on. You know, maybe that's what's going on. But um, um, the Buffalo Bills played Josh Allen yesterday, and Josh was 18 Josh was 18 at 33. And let me tell you, that's just, you know, those 18 at 33 for 245 yards, one TD, two interceptions. You just really cannot make it in this league if you cannot, um, if you can't hold on to the ball. Yeah, you just can't make it in this league. And and him being a rookie quarterback, that's 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 a big one. You know, in this league, they they really they they prey on rookie quarterbacks. And now with Lashawn McCoy going out yesterday with a um with with bruised ribs, wow, where where is this team headed? I don't think this team is headed for a good place. I really don't think they're headed for a good place at all. But the New England Colts, the uh, excuse me, the Indianapolis Colts are one and one. And the Redskins are one and one. The Colts, man, they showed us a little something yesterday. They beat the Redskins 21-9. Andrew Luck, um, 21 of 31, 179, two TDs, two interceptions. It just makes you wonder, you know, uh, is he back or is he not back? Hey, we, um, we got Scott on hold. Scott, what's going on? What's going on, Daryl? Hey man, doing good, man. Doing real good. The Miami Hurricane looked pretty good um, on Saturday. You know they was playing yes, um, they did. Toledo, and Toledo's no no Toledo. no, no slouch, but, but you know, they look pretty uh, good. To, yeah, Toledo usually will give somebody a, you know a little bit of uh, something, in, and that's what they did. You know they they put up some points on us, but uh, I mean. Well, you know, a lot of people want to compare us to Florida State right now, and there's no comparison. Because, uh, I don't think uh, there's any comparison. That There's no comparison because, I mean, if you look at where LSU is right now, I mean, it, it says a lot. Uh, I mean, they're number six team in the country, and, and they are a good team. And, and they're a good team. Uh, uh, sees that. And they're uh, a good team. I definitely made a believer out of out of everybody. So, yeah, and and you know, uh, and um, you know, and as much as we want to just throw the dirt on top of Malik Rozier, 
Um, I ha- I had coach. He's not he's not throwing the dirt on on him, and he really must have a lot of confidence confidence in this young man. And I'm I'm sure he's going to finish this season, and he's going to be the starter for the remainder of this season. But um, this week we got FIU, and um, you know Miami's schedule is not is not that over the top this year. You know, you got FIU, North Carolina, right, Florida State, right. the next three games. We should win all three of these games. Um, FIU is, a, uh, you know, Florida International, another school that's cross-town rivalry, I guess you could call it. They're in Miami. Uh, it's not a rival, but it's a, it's a cross-town school that we have to play in. I know Miami wants to dominate this game, but the next game is on a Thursday night on the 27th of, of this month. Against yeah, North Carolina. Carolina. And we know North Carolina always play us very, very tough, man. Yes, they do. Every year. Yeah, uh, one thing we, we got to do is just take one game at a time and, and uh, uh, you know, just handle business one game at a time. And then hopefully by the end of the uh, season, you know, we will be have gotten better. And, uh, you know, I like that he's uh, playing a pair, you know, uh, get him some playing time because he needs that. And, you know, it'll help build his confidence up so if anything does happen, you know, he can get in there and, and roll with it. You're right. You know, I'm I'm I'm, I'm not going to say I'm disappointed in Homer. It To me, it appears as though he put on weight to, you know, maybe to bulk up a little bit, take, take some of the little pounding off of him, take some of the pounding off of him. But I think with that weight, he looks like he's lost a little bit of that snap, that quickness, that stop and go. Yes. And I, and I think it's it's hurting him a little bit too, man. He's not the same explosive runner that we've seen. Now, the kid, DJ Dallas, looked like he's put on some weight, but he could have put on a couple of pounds and don't look like it affected him as much as it did Homer. And and I'm really wondering what in the world is going on with, uh, with, um, with Richards down there, man. He's just not... He, he's I was not, going to say the same thing. Yeah, we just haven't been a part of the office like what we would expect for him, expect to see from him. You know, we, and that's the, every year. You know, we keep expecting that out of him, and it seems like every year. And, and maybe, maybe he'll he'll break out sometime soon, but he uh, he's going to have to, or or just step to the side and some, let somebody else to, you know, fill that void there because. We really need him, you know. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we and, do. Yep. And we we got a lot of expectations for him, and it, it's just not he's not coming through with it. But you know, there there's a lot of athletes out there, you know, on that team. So I mean, uh, and there, there's a, a a lot of good, you know, those tight ends are starting to pick it up. So we still we still got a, lot, a little bit of work, you know. We can't really just. Uh, Come uh, try to pick up where we, where we were last year. Uh, well, we really are because at the end of the year is where we're picking up. You know, you're right, and, and yep. trying to get better from there. But but uh, uh, you know, as a uh, as a team all around, you know, we 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 really ain't no better than we were last year. But you know, we we need to some players need to uh, step up. You know. Yep, you're I right, Scott. Some players got to step up. Yep, some players got to yeah. step up. Hey, Scott, we got to get out of here, man. We're running out of time. Don't be a stranger. We're here every Monday night on Sports Info, UMOVoiceAmerica.com. Peace and love, my brother, and go Canes.
Thanks again for listening. Daryl Oliver will be back again next Monday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel for more sports info UM. We'll see you then. Thank you.